Jen, hello. Welcome to It's a Scary Life. I'm your host, Melody, and this is my wonderful and always delightful co-host, Ellen. Hello. And we are happy to uh, be recording again. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Sitting back together in my uh, studio apartment. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hanging out and uh, just doing our favorite thing, bonding over weird stories. Absolutely. Uh, that I dig up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got a clue that I don't think should count as a clue. Okay. In that, wait, didn't you say that I would get stuck on this? Like, I get, you said something about stuck or glue. Oh, you're going to be glued to the information. Glued yeah. to the information. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, I also gave you a second clue. Uh, that it had a, recently it had a oh, series that was series about it. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, you're, you're assuming that I consume media like a normal person. I mean, I don't consume media like a normal person. I ravage my way through it like a crazy human. And I'm that weirdo that has to be in the right mood to watch anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. I mean, I need to be in the right mood for certain stuff. I yeah. haven't watched the second season of Tiger King because I'm not in the mood for trash yet. Yeah, I just, with that, I'm just like, I feel like I know all that I want to know. Like, I don't, don't give a sh- Like, <laughs> I might if I'm very, if I'm like bored and again, want to watch some trash. Yeah. But like, I want, I don't give a shit if she killed her husband, if she did good for her. Um, yeah. I mean, I personally don't think so because she doesn't live in a vacuum with him and he was not squeaky clean person. But. No, no. But like I support getting rid of a problematic spouse. Oh, absolutely. And <laughs> if one has to use extra legal means necessary, obviously the podcast does not officially support you because um, I think we'd get in trouble if we said we did. I mean, you can state your personal opinion. I think. Yeah, like you've been. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta get rid of a person if they're being an abusive asshole. And you know, I'm not saying that she's squeaky clean either, but like. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, no, I agree. Sometimes you just you have to separate them from society somehow. Sometimes people gotta disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many like women poisoned and like <laughs> murdered their abusive ex- like like their yeah their husbands. Yeah, there's a great story about that from Italy that we should cover at some point. Actually, you're you would, you would be voracious over the story. Like you would hell yeah, be so excited. Um, yeah, we should cover that soon. Excellent, because you'll you'll love it. <laughs> um, but I do want to just start us off as always, hell yeah. uh, thanking you, our listeners, for tuning into our podcast. Thank you. Uh, we love you. Yeah, we've had a blast creating this all this year and exploring the world of true crime and some mm-hmm. history and hopefully more history in the future and more supernatural stuff in the future. Hell yeah. Um, in hopes that people would just listen. Um, and somehow y'all do listen, and that's awesome. And mm-hmm. looking at analytics, it's very exciting to see all the dots <laughs> get like bigger and there's more of them. It's so cool. And they're across the world. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> If, if you're listening to us in a country that where English is not uh, the first language or if English is not your first language, um, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, shout out to the fucking Philippines. Hell yeah. There, like, there is like a whole cluster around Milan of people listening and good for you. 
Y'all yeah. are awesome. Well, I mean, the Philippines, <laughs> the Philippines were colonized by the U.S. Yeah. for like there's a, there's been some stuff. However, however, we're still very excited. Yeah, very good. If you're in the Philippines, listening, good for you. And if you're somewhere else, awesome. We we love you. I just like that that one impresses me the most. I'm just like, why is this area of the Philippines so bright red? Yeah, if if you're our Filipino listeners, like, reach out. Say hi. Good for you in Belgium and the UK and everywhere else. And India. India, we have a lot of people. (gasps) Oh, cool. Hi. (laughs) That's wonderful. Yeah, it's been a good time. Yeah. Thank you. Y'all are cool. And where can can people follow us? And, uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you can follow us on Spotify, Mm -hmm. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Mm -hmm. We have a Facebook and Instagram twitter all yeah. under the name it's a scary life uh hope you guys do follow us i keep up a bit with the instagram story but can disappear at times sorry i'm an adult with a life <laughs> we amazingly do not sit in a room all day creating this podcast i wish i wish i could that'd be very fun um i might get a little sad um <laughs> if, if all i was doing was listening to like sure. the the grimiest parts of humanity however yeah yeah Fair. yeah <laughs> i feel like melody i need to hear about something nice but yeah yeah um, but if this is your first time listening thanks hi for giving us a fucking chance yeah thank you yeah awesome. and thank you to our patrons oh absolutely we thank have you. some darling patrons yes. we love very much Fair thank enough. you thank you yes. <laughs> uh we will be putting some of your money to good use quite soon yeah. Investing in some dampeners, hopefully fixing some of the echo. Echo, echo. <laughs> and getting, uh, you know, a little more professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Professional sound quality is very important to us. Yes. Well, I mean, I think getting everything to a much nicer quality. Oh, absolutely. It'd be wonderful. It'd be very nice. It just <laughs> costs money. Yeah. Money, yeah. time. It's just. Yeah. Shit's hard. It is. It's, it is. It's the end of the year, and uh, being an adult at the end of the year is difficult. Oh man, I've I've already spent money on presents, and now I'm like, I, there are so many more presents I need to buy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so, to uh, today's episode. Yeah, what are we what are we talking about today? For today's story, beloved Ellen. Yes, darling Melody. I'll be bringing you into the world of a girl in isolation with her overbearing manipulative mother oh no who had forced her to live as a sick child despite (gasps) being perfectly healthy is this the one with the murder it's a story where a woman is able to talk doctors into giving her daughter unnecessary medical equipment prescriptions and surgery is this the one with the boyfriend melody and the murder one where the daughter (laughs) figures out her mother's lives and begins to rebel a rebellion that started off as trying to find a rescuer and ends with her recruiting her online boyfriend Ah, yes excellent i know very little but what i do know yeah all right all right this is a fun one guys let's go today we're going into the well-known case of abuse on Charles by proxy of dd blanchard and in the next episode of part two <gasps> I will go no, no. the relationship between Gypsy Rose Blanchard and her boyfriend, Nicholas Goda John, and their murder of Dee Dee Blanchard. You, you didn't fucking tell me this was going to be a two-parter, Melody. I didn't mean for it to be. 
And then it happened. And then I hit like eight pages and I was like, hmm, I'm barely like halfway through. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Also, naming your daughter Gypsy Rose, like, I. Mm. I mean, it's a choice, does not have to do with the burlesque dancer. Really? Yeah. Then why would you? But it, they have their reasons. It's, it's, okay. it's cute, but I'm just like, but do you? Did you know this person was a was a person? <laughs> An echidesiast, if you will. Echidesiast, yes. yes. She was a burlesque and comedian. Yes, but not a stripper, darling. An echidesiast. <laughs> so we both um, uh, went to school for musical theater. And, yeah. Um, musical theater history was an intense class. And shout out to Bill Will. Fucking shout out to Bill Will. He was. We love Bill Will on this podcast. Exci- yeah, he would get excited like a four-year-old sometimes talking about these musicals. It was darling. It was delightful. It was one of my favorite classes at Columbia. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, this has a chance to be a really boring class, but this man's energy. He's his excitement. so happy. All of this history. Yeah, well, he also, like, had lived through, like, a solid fucking portion of it. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. That's why once we hit West Side Story years. Yeah. he was, like, ten when it came out. Right. And then, like, past that, he was like, oh, yeah, I knew so-and-so. Oh, yeah, oh, so-and-so. God, yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, he talks about his experiences. He never told me about his band, by the way. He was in a band? Yeah, I had a lift driver once. I ended up talking about going to Columbia, and I mentioned Bill Will, and he was like, oh my god, he still goes by that? Apparently he was named that in that band. (gasps) Oh my god. Yeah. So we know what we're doing after the podcast. Um, I need to look up his fucking band. (laughs) Bill Will has been holding out on us. Wild. Yeah, but uh, her her name has nothing to do with. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> then why would you name your child? I'm sorry, we're using the term gypsy, but like, why? I guess it wasn't as big. It wasn't. Well, there wasn't a conversation as much in mainstream non-Romani spaces. True, but yeah. I do want to address the uh, problematic thing about telling the story. Mm. Gypsy Lowe's Planter, who is at the center of the story, has a you know troublesome name. Uh, Gypsy is, of course, a slur used against the Roma or Romani people as they were mistaken for being Egyptian while their travels on their travels through Europe. So people believe that this word has like a second meaning, meaning free spirit or wanderer. Uh, however, that meaning is just simply another callback to the Roma tribe as they're traditionally nomadic, which is why they're currently known as travelers throughout U- the UK mm-hmm. and Ireland. Though a lot of the reason that they are nomadic is because people wouldn't let them fucking settle down near them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it. What? it's not... A, I mean, I'm sure that there were times when it is a choice, but f- for a large part, it's not... It's a free spirit wanderers. Like, no, they would... Lo- yeah, so the Roma have been persecuted many times throughout history. Constantly. We'll probably end up covering some of these tragedies in future episodes. It's kind of unavoidable oh, okay. uh, when you look at human history okay uh but to put that into context if the jews were persecuted at that time in in that place then the roma were getting killed alongside them Mm -hmm. uh fun fact a lot of roma are also jewish what because yeah we of course need to say gypsy throughout the podcast as it is her name yeah (laughs) yeah i'm very sorry yeah this is obviously you know no disrespect but it's your fucking name. It's your name. <laughs> we can't just call her Ms. Lee in our best Christopher Lee voice. Ew. <laughs> also, it'd be Miss Blanchard. 
Oh, yes. Of course, of course. Oh, I was going back to... Anyways. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. The music. It's hard. <laughs> I mean, it's a very good musical. It's a good fucking That's show. Excellent. Can we talk... Later. Later. <laughs> we can gush about that at another time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know if you want a bonus episode where we gush about various musicals, because we can... We can absolutely provide that. <laughs> we, can, we can gush about crime musicals. Um, so, Dee Dee Blanchard was born in Chack Bay, Louisiana, on May 3rd, 1967, as Claudine Petrie. She grew up in the near-by town of Golden Meadow, Louisiana, with her five siblings. Growing up, she was known for getting upset when things didn't go her way. They suspected her of stealing things when this happened, but never had any real proof. When Dee Dee hit her 20s, she became a nurse's aide. During this time, she was tasked with taking care of her mother, who inevitably died. Her family was always concerned that Dee Dee would, had caused her mother's death by denying her food, but once again, could, couldn't prove any of their suspicions about Dee Dee. Well, shit. Dee Dee met a man by Rod Blanchard when she was 24, and he was 17. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. The two dated a bit, and she had become pregnant. Mm. They got married for the sake of the child, and they named their daughter Gypsy Rose because Dee Dee liked the name Gypsy, and Rod was a huge Guns N' Roses fan. <laughs> okay. Shortly before Gypsy Rose's birth in 1991, <laughs> Dee Dee and Rod separated. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. It's sweet. It's cute. I just love that, like... <laughs> Yeah, Guns N' Roses, why not? I mean, good for you, man. Arguably, it's 1991. They fucking rock right now. You expect me to know a lot more about Guns oh, N' Roses. Girl. This shit was off the hook. I I believe you. I really do. Okay. We're, you we're, were we're gonna educate Guns bless. and Roses. I probably know their songs. I just oh, no, don't you, know that it's you them. You genuinely know them. You probably know Avatar destruction which came out in 89 more so than their later albums but yeah oh that was an album not a song name okay yeah appetite for destruction is as album it has welcome to the jungle okay <laughs> i cannot hear it but i know that i know it welcome to the jungle we oh! are games yeah okay oh yeah no like early fucking guns and roses slaps fucking great shit excellent we're, excellent. we're gonna we'll educate you it's fine okay there are probably people. <laughs> Is this what we're doing on Thanksgiving? Probably a little. I okay. Mean, we got time. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, where was I? Okay. Um, shortly before Josie, Gypsy Rose's birth in 1991, Dee Dee and Rod separated when Rod realized that they had gotten married for the wrong reasons. Which Good you. for you, kiddo. Seriously. Good job. Don't that takes work. some. Yeah. So he's alive? <laughs> he's alive. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Oh, I know. Yeah. Dee Dee made efforts to get Rod back, but he inevitably left her staying in his daughter's life until Dee Dee's domineering pushed him away for good. But generally, mm -hmm. you know, still calling once he does. It's complicated. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to parent when you, you're trying to parent with a toxic person who probably maybe sort of killed their mother. <laughs> I'm not allegedly allegedly she she yeah she displays some serious mommy issues it doesn't get better 
unfortunately. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so Jesse Rose was born on July 27th, 1991. Dee Dee always seemed anxious about her, taking her to the emergency room. She sneezed. <sighs> One of those. By the time Gypsy Rose was three months old, Dee Dee had convinced herself that her baby had sleep apnea. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they have these really cool things that they send you home from the hospital with, the little, like, bulbs that you can, like, oh, yeah, pull the, their snot the, out the with. Suckers, yeah. Yeah, just do that before bed every night. <laughs> just, if you're worried about it, you can get some spray, you can get some nasal sprays. I mean, that's not how sleep apnea works, but also she's way too, like, sleep apnea in a baby is so rare. Yeah. Yeah. And even so, even if she did have it, you know, she would bring Gypsy to the hospital for overnight stays. That had resulted with absolutely nothing coming up as wrong with her. All right. Yeah. I mean, there's first time parent jitters and then there's like this. Mm. Mm. So Dee Dee would become incensed with doctors telling them they didn't know what they were talking about. Her daughter was ill, and she knew it. Dee Dee now moved on to claiming Gypsy had a whole list of problems, despite being a perfectly healthy growing girl. At some point, Dee Dee decided that Gypsy Road had muscular dystrophy, a rare neuromuscular disease oh. that causes a, the progressive weakness and breakdown of skeletal muscles. Mm -hmm. And Gypsy was made to use a walker and eventually got around in a wheelchair despite being able to move like any other able-bodied child. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Words. Yeah. Yeah. This is a case of murder where I'm just like, okay, I see why you felt oh, like no, you listen. no way out. You can tell me. Literally, I, listen, I support Ms. Uh, Blanchard, was it? Blanchard, yes. Yeah, I support Miss Blanchard in uh, all her endeavors. All the murders. All her, all her endeavors. She is. Yeah. Good she John a, was a bad choice, but. uh, Is she out of prison or is she? No, she's still in there? prison right yeah. now. She's doing pretty good. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know. At the end of part two, we'll talk a little more about how she's she is now. Okay, cool. All right. So Gypsy was only in school for a brief period when she was in kindergarten. Oh, shit. And Dee Dee had pulled her from school and homeschooled her so she could have more control over her daughter and maintain the story that she was extremely ill. What the fuck? Dee Dee received disability assistance, being the mother of a child too ill to go to school. And since Gypsy had been born, Rod had been giving her $1,200 a month in child support. Yeah, I really like this Rod kid. Right? Like, Rod's just, Rod's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dee Dee seemed to be trying to create a perfect little bubble for herself to live in with, and with all, live out all of her delusions. Mm-hmm. Trouble was, she was living with her father and stepmother, who could poke around in her business and figure out her lies and delusions. Right. Dee Dee was getting arrested for minor offenses, including writing bad checks. And her stepmother was feeling ill with the only connection the family had for the cause of illness was when Dee Dee cooked. <sighs> Fuck. On top of this, her family started questioning Gypsy Rose's illnesses. You see, they knew that Gypsy didn't need the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Gypsy Rose, at seven or eight, had gotten into a, a minor motorcycle accident with her father, Rod, and scraped up her knee. The doctors had sent Gypsy Rose home with a wheelchair, and Dee Dee hadn't let her out of it since. <sighs> Fuck. 
Dee knew. Also, her dad has a motorcycle. Right? That's so cute. I really like Rod. Listen, as long as he had her wear a helmet, we're good. Oh, yeah. Please wear a helmet. We're, we're on a motorcycle. Also, wear, like, actual pants and maybe, like, a thick jacket because, you know, yeah. you could fall and yeah. skin you everything, everything off of your body. I've seen someone who's, who's survived a, motor ac- a motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. He brought in the helmet. Just, like, an entire chunk was, like, just sheared off. Ew. It was horrific. And, like, you could, it like, oh, my God. And he had scrapes everywhere. Um, hope you're doing okay, bro. It was several years ago. That, He's fine. That sounds awful. Yeah, he, yeah. Um, if he had not been wearing the helmet, he would be dead. Yeah. Yeah. And we were in a show together at that point. So, like, it would have been really inconvenient. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. He's also a very sweet guy, and so we're glad that he's okay. Yes, this is why you wear a fucking helmet. Yeah, especially if you've got, like, commitments. (laughs) Uh, Listen! (laughs) He missed a rehearsal. Oh my god. It's one rehearsal, because he got in an accident. It's fine. I I want you to remember how how early I started theater. I know. And how things were. I know. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. You understand. I get it. Yeah. It's also, I I get that it's not a healthy mentality to hold on. Oh, no, it's deeply unhealthy. I'm mostly joking. (laughs) Okay, so we're assuming that she was wearing a helmet. Rod's a good dad. Yeah. Um, So Dee Dee kind of knew she was in trouble. And Dee Dee moved herself and Gypsy Rose to Slidell, Louisiana, to escape people's questions. Mm -hmm. Her stepmother's health had returned to normal after Dee Dee left. How odd. These uh, mommy issues really showing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it is a stepmother. I mean, I'm glad she's okay. Don't get me wrong. But pairing that with the fact that, that her suspicious. own mother. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you gotta love the lady's consistency. <laughs> you know? Um, also, stepmothers are not evil. No, of course not. There's some wonderful women who are stepmothers and Absolutely. who are wonderful to their kids. I'm just saying that there is likely to be more resentment yeah. Built in. I mean, think about, um, you know, the axe lady. Lizzie Borden. Yes. <laughs> True. Yes. They never accepted her as a Borden. I mean, she really wasn't, was she, darling? She's not a no. Borden. She was, if you're not of the blood. You're not really Borden. Yes. I'm sorry. Especially if you don't, you know, bring any children into the mix. True. Mm. Yeah. So now, before we continue, I'd uh-huh. like to discuss a mental disorder at the center of Dee Dee Blanchard's abuse of her daughter, Gypsy Rose. <gasps> Munchausen by proxy. Of course, I'm not a licensed psychologist, but I do get my information about mental disorders from articles and studies written by licensed psychologists. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I, I, I try to get good information for y'all. Munchausen by proxy falls into category of factitious disorders or a disorder where a person presents false symptoms of real illness. There are three factitious disorders, Munchausen syndrome, Munchausen by proxy, and Gassner syndrome. And what syndrome? Ga- yeah, not Gassner. Ganser syndrome. What's that one? We're getting there. Okay. <laughs> um, Munchausen syndrome is when someone repeatedly fakes symptoms of medical problems, sometimes even harming themselves to create a visible issue. Mm-hmm. Munchausen by proxy is when someone repeatedly fakes symptoms of medical problems in a person in the patient role. Mm-hmm. And then Ganser syndrome is when someone fakes symptoms of a mental disorder. Oh. Yes. 
That's cool. Yeah, so this is most often that type of thing where someone's trying to, you know, get off with an insanity plea. So it's not like a disorder disorder? Oh, it can, it can be for okay. a lot of people. Okay. Um, but it's still not something that you can get off with an insanity plea with cancer syndrome because, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fair. Um, so each of these is much more complicated, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are basic definitions, but simply put, these people lie about symptoms of disorder because they're either deluded enough to believe their own lies or they're willing to do things to create symptoms, mostly for the attention of others in some way. Mm-hmm. So in Slidell, Dee Dee now got to eat her cake and have it too. She now had Gypsy Rose all on her own, all day, every day, to play out her fantasy of having an extremely ill young daughter. What the fuck? Dee Dee began lying about Gypsy's age to make her seem younger than she was to everyone they met. And she spent her time in Slidell taking Gypsy Rose to different doctors, complaining about her daughter's many ailments. Wait, wait, she didn't have, like, documentation for them, did she? At this point, she did, yeah. Oh, shit. But, of course, doctors would often believe Dee Dee at first and give her the prescriptions for various medications to treat Gypsy Rose. However, once a doctor insisted on proper exams or started asking too many questions, trying to monitor Gypsy Rose's conditions, she would take her to a new doctor. <sighs> I'm sorry. I, we should, you know... It's not a way we should be using the word. We should be reclaiming it, whatever. What a rat bastard of a woman. Yeah. Absolute garbage. Yep. Uh, Dee Dee also began taking Gypsy Rose to the emergency room again over minor ailments. Gypsy was told to keep quiet and let her mother talk during her doctor's appointments. Gypsy Rose believed her mother's lies about her health and had trusted her completely, so she never thought to question this. After all, from her perspective... She has this caring mother who's doing everything she can to make sure Mm -hmm. she can have the best life she possibly could. Right. Besides, they lived in such isolation. Whether Gypsy Rose wanted, wanted wanted her to be or not, her mother was her best friend. Then, on top of this, Dee Dee would use physical abuse to keep Gypsy Rose under control, even in public. She, of course, never left her daughter's side, and she would also maintain a hand on her to squeeze if Gypsy Road said something out of line. Later on, when they were out in public, or out of public, she would strike Gypsy with an open hand or hanger. Fuck. I hate this woman. Glad she died. Yeah. mm. Listen. Yeah. Were there better options? Yes. But But were there more emotionally fulfilling options? (laughs) <laughs> true true it is quite i'm not saying that it's healthy and it's emotionally quite fulfilling. knowing she's can't hurt any more people she can't weasel her way out of anything yeah she's fucking dead yeah yeah spoiler alert she's fucking dead Dee <laughs> <laughs> Dee would often tell people gypsy rose was mentally disabled and slow when really, Dee Dee's homeschooling was more like living out her fantasy while Gypsy learned to read all on her own through the Harry Potter books. Aww! Because she's a smart one. Good for you, kiddo! I know she's older than me. Good for you, ma'am. Right? Yeah! 
Um, so this was something that made it so doctors didn't ask Gypsy Rose too many direct questions, just as oh, Dee liked smart. it. Evil, but truly evil. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Fucking sinister. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee added on seeing and hearing ailments to Gypsy Rose's laundry list of conditions. And she would give to doctor, uh, or her laundry list of conditions she would give to doctors during her visits to vindicate her delusions. She would follow her pattern of taking Gypsy to a doctor until they asked too many questions and taking her to emergency rooms for minor ailments. Gypsy was given Coke bottle corrective lenses to correct her vision ailments that did not exist. Oh my god. Dee Dee was even so convincing about Gypsy's hearing problems, she convinced a surgeon to perform corrective surgery on her ears. Yeah, actual corrective surgery. One doctor had done a muscular biopsy on one of Gypsy Rose's thighs to check on her deterioration, but found no signs of muscular dystrophy in Gypsy's leg. Gee, I wonder why. Yep. Hmm. Dee Dee naturally denied the doctor's evidence and told him that her daughter was obviously in pain and he needed to help her. And true to her patterns, Dee Dee brought Gypsy Rose to yet another doctor and complained that Gypsy Rose was having seizures. She was given a prescription for seizure medication. So you may be wondering, like, where are all these medications given for Gypsy Rose's false ailments going in the end? Into Gypsy Rose. Yeah. Dee Dee would Fuck. give Gypsy Rose the medications to keep her sedated and unfocused. Oh, the fuck. Listen, I don't care how creepy this boyfriend is. Um, <laughs> you do what you have to. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I get why she she had a lot of rescuer fantasies. And yeah, why she, I uh, would too. Why she uh, felt no other way out than killing her mother. Because what the fuck? Fuck the level of manipulation this woman is. Also, if she's keeping her sedated a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. you've got to use your lucid moments in smart ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) you're not sure when she's going to get you and what you're going to be able to do, especially if she's all powerful in your life. Yeah. 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 Find a murder boy and like point him in the right direction. Whatever. Yeah. Or girl or person. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, we're we're inclusive here. Like Sorry, the phrase find a murder boy is just fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I would like a t-shirt of it. That would be great. Find a murder boy. <laughs> Let us know if you want merch. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but only if I get my shirt first. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that this is a completely acceptable reaction. And if I it, listen, she just she had it coming. she only has herself to blame anyways um so the medications would often also make her drool which sold the whole disability image that Dee Dee needed to continue her deluded lifestyle i hate this one i hate this woman so this is unfortunately not the worst of Dee's medical abuses of her daughter you mean unnecessary forced surgery so Dee Dee began insisting that Gypsy was having trouble eating. (sighs) She couldn't swallow and was worried that her daughter just would die. She put a feeding tube in. Yeah, so her performance to the doctor was so convincing. Gypsy Rose was put in immediately for surgery. And Gypsy Rose now had a feeding tube in her stomach that was completely unnecessary. (gasps) This woman is evil. 
her actions are true evil. How, how, how do I understand there's like actual mental disorders at work here. That being said, you are literally putting a human being through this shit. Yeah. There has to be a point where you go, this is a person I shouldn't be hurting them. Yeah, and, like, get help for yourself. Exactly. It, like, it's it's that whole, like, my rights end an inch from your nose. You know, like, exactly. it's that thing. Yeah. Which, like, I know that's not the law of the land, but that's how I think laws should work. I No, it's 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 a good mentality. Yeah, it's it, the, it like... very Wild West of, like... Thank you. You know, if I punch you in the face, obviously you have every right to do whatever the fuck you want. Like, well, okay, okay. Like you have the right to react. Punch. Yeah, you like you can retaliate. react. Yeah. 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 It's one thing to. Everybody has things, everybody has stuff. When you start injuring another person about it. Oh, God, yeah. That's when. That's when. And this is to an extent where I have zero sympathy for this woman. No. No, no, no sympathy, no empathy. No, a feeding tube. A feeding tube. How many? How many like unnecessary surgeries are we up to by this point? It's like at least three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is what's public record, like made it into articles and things like that. Like, so there might be absolutely. Oh goddess. <laughs> okay, can we get to the part where she gets murdered? Yeah, I love you. I so, love you too. Um, so in August two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Katrina caused absolute destruction in the Gulf Coast of the United States. Oh, fuck. It sure did. Yeah. And Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose's apartment was ruined in the flooding. They were displaced with all of their copies of Gypsy Rose's records completely (gasps) lost. Oh, no. They went to Covington to a shelter for people with special needs. Mm Mm-hmm. Someone working at the shelter suggested to Dee Dee that she move out to Missouri. And in a month, she had herself and Gypsy Rose airlifted to Missouri for relocation. Oh, yes. Good old Missouri. Oh, yeah. This is where all the good shit doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, I'm allowed to say this shit. I grew up in Missouri. In Missouri. (laughs) I am allowed to slander the fuck out of that state. Commit slander, libel, whatever. Absolutely. Listen, Kansas City and St. Louis are okay. Like, they're they're fun. Yeah, there's things to do. There's a good pizza place in Columbia, Missouri. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. Apparently, vacationing in the Ozarks can be Oh, nice. yeah. Listen, Silver Dollar City, it's a fun time. It's a fun time. Worlds of fun, great. Like, if you can, aff- if you have Lake of the Ozarks money and like a cabin that's been in your family for like oh, a yeah. couple generations, and we just don't just don't schmooze with the locals too much. Yeah, well, it's people <laughs> coming in being the assholes that are. Listen, yeah. there's some of the locals are fine and lovely people, and some of them you're like, oh right, Missouri was a border state during the Civil War. Yep, mm, it explains a lot. Mm. Anyways, but uh, yeah. Dee Dee had rented a home in Aurora, Missouri. Uh, to settle herself down into a new bubble to keep Gypsy mm-hmm. Rose inside of. Mm-hmm. In 2007, Gypsy Rose was honored with the award for the Child of the Year by the Olay Foundation. O-L-E-Y, not the no, not the skincare soap. company. Yeah. Okay. Um, which advocates for the rights of feeding tube recipients. Gypsy Rose did well through this ceremony. 
she sang the song Angels Among Us at the event with Dee Dee standing over her looking like the doting loving mother of a sick child. I know. She's she's a fucking trick. Yeah. Yeah. She Gypsy is dressed in a floral dress with an ape in front like a doll. In 2008, Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose were gifted a home by Habitat for Humanity. The home was a part of a larger development going into the east of Springfield, Missouri. It had a wheelchair ramp and hot tub built in and was painted pink to be a princess's paradise. Okay, I do want to say Springfield is perfectly okay. It's <laughs> I'm sure it is. Fine. It's not it's a great. Capital. That's this not, is that's the, not the capital. Springfield isn't the capital. No, Jeff City is. Jeff's, oh, right. Yeah. Springfield's yeah, no, no, no. Illinois, Jefferson City. It is. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Jeff City's. Yeah, but there is a Springfield, Missouri, a Springfield, Illinois, and yeah. a Springfield, like, fucking. So, a couple others in America. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole joke on the Simpsons. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Simpsons movie when they talk about all the states that it forward. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Um, so, in their move to Springfield, Dee Dee started going by Claudina Blanchard, which. Has like an E at the end with Blanchard. Yeah, sure. But of course, still, Dee Dee. To her friends. And the story of a single mother taking care of her severely disabled daughter, being displaced by Hurricane Katrina, hit the media, and many donations came in for Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose. Also, what the fuck? Do you know, a lot of displaced pe- people who were displaced by Hurricane Katrina came to Missouri. They were fucked. Like... A lot of those people. Yeah. And, like, I, it makes me mad. Like, we took... Like, our school district had several new kids whose families had been displaced. Mm-hmm. And, like, the fact that... Like, listen, they were displaced. That, like, they had every right to come to Missouri. Yes. The Blanchards, not... The other kids, obviously, too. Like, they were fine. Yeah. They were okay. Um, but, like, the fact that, 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 that it was... That there was the Munchausen by proxy, like, that just pisses me oh, off. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's like, there were a I... lot of people who really were desperate enough to come <laughs> to Missouri. Right? Of all the fucking places. I'm like, God bless you. I'm sorry. You go, you went through one hardship. You get plonked down in the middle of the Midwest. You gotta deal with that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're from the South. They probably are very cold. Yeah. I mean, all you've got to get used to is the winters. Yeah. You know. We, uh, we didn't get a lot of black families coming up to Missouri, which is, yeah. unfortunately, probably a good thing. Sorry. Yep. Uh-huh. Moving on. And so the two received have free flights to a hospital in Kansas City, a trip to Disney World funded by the Ronald McDonald House Foundation, Mm. and free backstage passes to Miranda Lambert concerts funded by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. God damn it. Amongst other things. And why Make-A-Wish, you ask? She, She had fake cancer, right? Yeah, so when moving to Springfield, Dee Dee added leukemia to Gypsy Rose's list of ailments that she needed to be treated for. The fuck? So she she would shave Gypsy's head for her to play the part and told Gypsy Rose that her hair would fall out anyway from all the cancer treatments. So it was better that they just stay ahead of it when she first shaved her daughter's head. Did, Did she? She didn't put her through chemo, did she? No. Okay. Um... 
It isn't clear during which year, during all this attention, Gypsy Rose realized her mother had been lying about her ailments, but and that she could walk and eat just fine. She believed her mother wholeheartedly about the leukemia and mental disability and some other ailments, though. So in 2008, when Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose moved into their pink house, Gypsy was roughly 17. Oh, goddess. But Dee Dee told everyone, including Gypsy, that she was 14. Oh, goddess. Even for this age, when Dee Dee chose the decor for the home, she turned it into her own private bubble for her delusions about Gypsy's suffering and need for her care. And she chose things based on what would interest a little girl. The home was painted pink outside, as I had stated before. Mm -hmm. And inside the walls were bright purples and blues, as you would see in a tea room for young girls to play dress up in for tea time. Was an American girl fucking rocks. Oh, no, it's a fun time. Like, yeah. I don't hate these colors. It's just painted with the rest of the motif of her yeah, trying no. to keep her as a little kid. As long as we're not slandering Ew. tea houses oh, no. for little girls, because they rock. Oh, no, these colors are quite lovely. It's just, fuck. Yeah, like, let the kid choose. Like, I went to one of these tea house things. It was a fun time. We yeah. got dressed up and got to, like, make a character. It was Yeah. Cute. Oh, man. Um, when you go to the American Girl doll one, like, you bring your doll, and they have, like, a little, like, seat. Oh. It's really, that attaches to the table. It's real fun. I never did that, but that sounds cute. (laughs) Listen, I was eight, and it was super fun. Oh, yeah. My grandmother took me to some (laughs) random tea house thing for kids. Oh, yeah. It was fine. Yeah. It was a fun time. Yeah. Um, so Gypsy's bedroom had a canopy bed with flowers and vines going up the post. Very fairy tale-like. Mm-hmm. There were cutesy things on the walls, like a poster of a fountain over her bed and a frog princess hanging up. There were stuffed animals strewn about and things that just simply didn't say teenage girl mm-hmm. about Gypsy Rose's room or house. That's fair. Like, and this is coming from a teenager who just, like, never got around to redecorating the room that got, that, that she chose when she was five. Exactly. So, like, this is, this is being forced upon her. Yeah, like, that's not. Like, it's one thing when it's like. You walk into someone's room and you're like, oh, wow. And they're like, oh, yeah, I just, I don't give a shit. So I haven't changed this since I was like seven. Like, I was like, I can understand stuff like that. Like, I didn't change my curtains. But she didn't choose this. Exactly. Like, at least I could have done was give her like a Harry Potter bedroom. (laughs) I'm just saying. It'd be fun. That's true. So when her father had called her on her 18th birthday, he was told by Dee Dee not to remind Gypsy of her real age because she thought that she was 14. Dee Dee would dodge visits from Rod by changing plans at the last minute anytime he tried to come see his daughter. To her neighbors, she portrayed Rod as an abusive alcoholic and drug addict who had never accepted that he had a sick child God damn and it. who never gave her a cent in child support. And he's still paying the 12000 a month? Uh, 1200 1200 Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, he's... Yeah, he's still paying the 1200 a month. Wow. Straight through uh, her 18th birthday. Wow. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, but none of Dee Dee's lies could stop Gypsy Rose from growing up and becoming aware of her own autonomy. Thank goodness. While in Springfield, Gypsy Rose became friends with a neighbor who was 18. Gypsy would contact her via Facebook, at first through a shared account that she had with her mother, and then through a secret account Gypsy had made just for herself. Hell yeah! That's what we're talking about. Absolutely. She's a smart kid. Mm-hmm. 
and the two would talk about music and movies, and Gypsy would ask a lot of questions about boys. But a little more on that later. <sighs> Dee Dee's medical interventions in, Dee, in Gypsy's life continued when she became convinced Gypsy Rose's salivary glands weren't functioning properly. She claimed that her daughter's drooling was uncontrollable, when really, according to Gypsy, she would rub topical anesthetic on Gypsy's gums prior to her <gasps> appointments, making her oversalivate. Oh my god! The doctors treated Gypsy Rose with Botox to her salivary glands, which of course Ooh. did nothing for the ailment actively caused by her mother. Ooh. I know. This one just makes me angry. Like, I'm shaking like I'm fucking Kermit angry. Ah. So the doctors removed Gypsy Rose's salivary glands they, altogether. What? That? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. I know. She can't get those back. Yeah. She just doesn't. She's just walking around in the world, not able to like salivate with like a with just like cotton mouth constantly. Is she? Is I she? Don't know. Gypsy Rose Blanchard, if you're listening to this, are you okay? Are you? Can you? Oh my God. So the lack of salivary glands coupled with side effects of the anti-seizure medication. Oh, fuck, that's right. Made it so Gypsy Rose was given what, uh, hold on, uh, made it so Gypsy Rose had tooth decay in her mouth. Melody, I feel absolutely wild. And she had to have the majority of her front teeth removed. What the fuck? And replaced. No. I'm so mad for her. I yeah. I think she was too kind to her mother. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think I think she should have gotten some more time out of. I th- I think she should have drawn it out a little bit. I I Melody. <laughs> I know. She how many medically unnecessary surgeries and procedures has this young woman gone through at this point four confirmed melody no five teeth getting teeth removed that counts i know the american medical system doesn't like six with the botox oh my god yeah i I think we need to move on because i i'm I'm mm, mm. yeah so Dee Dee started to bring gypsy rose to a new doctor in springfield again getting the attention that she had so craved Dr. Bernardo Flasterstein. Hello, Dr. Bernardo who? Flasterstein. Sir, I hope you're a good person because that's a fucking amazing name. (laughs) Had questioned Dee Dee's claims very quickly. He had run an MRI and blood test for Gypsy Rose and found that everyone, everything had come back normal. Gee, I wonder why. Right? Gee, I wonder why. What was his last name again? Flasterstein. Dr. Flasterstein. Good for you, sir. Yeah. He had even seen Gypsy stand up and support her own weight just fine in her previous appointment. Dr. Flasterstein felt there was no reason for Gypsy Rose not to walk. He contacted Gypsy Rose's previous hospital and found out about her previous negative biopsy, figuring out that Dee Dee was being purposely misleading. Sir. Excellent. Finally, doctors communicating with other doctors. (laughs) It's all coming together now, boys. He considered reporting the case, but when he consulted other doctors in the hospital, he was told they doubted police would believe him. Oh, goddammit. And so he left it well alone. 
All right. He's now on my shit list. In fairness, this is a well-known mother with disabled child in the area. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Mr. Flaccidstein, how fucking dare you? You don't even get a doctor now. If some... mm, I don't care if the police wouldn't have done anything. You doing this and putting this on the record... Is what matters. Is what matters. So this wasn't the only threat to fucking ass. I'm sorry, go on. This wasn't the only threat to Dee Dee's delusions. In 2009, someone had reported to police about Dee Dee using different names for herself and different birth dates for Gypsy Rose. Oh, oh, oh. They also suggested that Gypsy's health was better than her mother was letting on. Hell yeah. But when police did a wellness check on the home, they believed Dee Dee's story and that she would give out a different information so her abusive ex-husband could track her down and the file was closed. Okay, okay. I see how they got there. Yeah. I mean, a cab, but like in this case, I, I see what happened yeah. there. She's a manipulative She, she planned well. She did. She... Yeah. So Dee Dee had forged a birth certificate for Gypsy Rose saying that she was born in 1995 to maintain that she was still high school age. Motherfucker. Gypsy Road had seen the birth certificate with her real birth year on it and became confused. Dee Dee simply told her that it was a misprint and Gypsy Rose understood her mother wasn't always truthful at that point and remained suspicious and unsure of her own age. Yes! To keep the aging girl entertained, Dee Dee would take Gypsy Rose to science fiction conventions. They started going together in 2001 because Gypsy Rose would blend in at a sci-fi convention with her chair. Gypsy Rose would often get to wear costumes to those conventions. And it Hell was yeah. good fun. Hell yeah. In 2011, Dee Dee and Gypsy attended a convention where Gypsy Rose made an attempt at escaping her mother with a man she had met online. Okay. The now 19-year-old Gypsy had met the man on Facebook and purposely got away from her mother to meet with him. Hell yeah. Gypsy Rose attempted to tell the man about her mother's abuse and how she wasn't really as sick as her mother made it out to be. She was found by Dee Dee in the man's hotel room where Dee Dee pulled out the fake birth certificate, telling him her daughter was only 15. Oh, God damn it. She threatened to call police on him, and Gypsy Rose left with Dee Dee. Fuck. I know. Fuck. So close. Uh. So after this escape attempt, Dee Dee tied Gypsy Rose to her bed. She then took their laptop and smashed it to pieces in front of Gypsy, then threatened to do the same to her fingers if she ever tried to leave again. Gypsy Rose was tied to her bed for two weeks. The fuck? <laughs> the fuck? Dee Dee told her that she had filed paperwork to have Gypsy Rose declared mentally incompetent. Oh my god. And this led Gypsy to believe police would not help her if she were to try to run from her mother by turning to them. Blameless. Yeah. I don't give a shit what she has to do. She is blameless. (laughs) I don't care what she has to do to have her abuser taken out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Everything is on the table. Literally everything in her life pointed to murder is the only option. Yeah, she was right. I just... I, <laughs> she was right. And um, I support her, and I think that she shouldn't be in jail anymore. Yeah, prison anymore. She's fine. I um, think she's good to go. I think that she needs, like, a GED to go to college, she's, she's have some her, fun. She's done her 
coursework and stuff in, in prison. Oh, nice. I think she should get to have a nice time in college. Yeah, she has a cosmetology certificate. Full scholarship. Yeah, there's a whole thing. Okay, okay. Um, but so Gypsy Rose went back to her usual routine with Dee Dee, using her chair, allowing her mother to bathe her, living inside of a princess fantasy home. Eventually, in 2012, Dee Dee bought another laptop for the two of them to share and only allowed Gypsy to use it with her tight supervision. Mm. Gypsy Rose, of course, would sneak the laptop into her bedroom at night while her mother slept to continue her slice of life away from her mother's tight grip. Hell yeah. While talking with the neighbor girl on her secret Facebook account, Gypsy Rose was encouraged to make a dating profile to meet guys. God's bless. As Gypsy was getting older and had expressed a lot of interest in boys and getting their attention, seemed like good advice. Yeah. Gypsy followed the advice of her neighbor and made an account on Christian dating sites. Oh, goddamn. I know. God's blessed. I mean, listen, if that's your thing, that's your thing. You're going to get a lot of repressed weirdos. But, I mean, you're going to get them anywhere. And she finds a definitely repressed weirdo. And it was on this website that she met her future boyfriend, Nicholas Godichon. Was it Christian Mingle? I'm actually not sure. It's not listed, so I'm pretty sure it probably is. I bet it's Christian Mingle. They would definitely pay to not have their name oh in any of the Oh my god. If anybody um, knows for sure, please let us know. But yeah, it's some Christian site. It might be like a free one, though, because I do know yeah. Christian Mingle you pay for. They make you pay for it? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Um, and that is where we will pick up with part two of the Blanchard family story. Oh, tell me more. Getting into the so-called romance between Nicholas Godajohn and Gypsy Rose and the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard. Okay. Are we doing that now? <laughs> no. God damn it, Melody. I love you, I love you too. I want to, I want some catharsis. Um, I mean, if I have time, I can do it by Friday, but I could possibly get it done by Sunday. Yes. I'll let you know. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm very excited. I don't know a lot about the specifics of the murder. Yeah. I obviously didn't know a lot of specifics about, like, the setup either. Oh, God, yeah. <sighs> I went into this being like, all right, yeah, this is an easy episode. You know, blah, blah, blah. it'll be one episode. No, it's, <sighs> this is a two-parter. Because you, you really have to get into why it happened and then what happened. Like... <laughs> She, there are so many medical procedures that happened that she did that were one, done other false pretenses, which is horrifying. Mm -hmm. And two, which she had no ability to consent to. Yep. This poor girl. I I want her to get out of prison and go to some, you know, sci-fi conventions. (laughs) I think that would be a good time. She'll be fine. It'll... All's well that ends well with she this can, one. She can do my hair. She can do my hair. <laughs> we, can talk, we can talk some sci-fi. I've got some Rex. Yeah. Like, ma'am? Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah, it is exceptionally horrifying. From every angle, you have, like, the stunted... Development. Development. Yeah. Physically, emotionally, mentally, that she is forcing on her child. Yeah. And then you have all the medical... Where you're just every that's a horror show. Yeah, and the and like the isolation. Yeah, like I mean, I think I I think it's easy to point to oh well she had all of this medical stuff done to her or all that and you know 
and that seems fairly obviously wrong, but also just being cut off from the rest of the world and, and in this Absolutely. bubble. Like, that is its own type of horror. Absolutely. I think any type of extreme isolation is just truly unhealthy. For not people. good. It's not good. People need people. Yeah, we're we're collective animals. Uh, survive in a collective. Also, shout out to this neighbor girl, whoever she is. <laughs> I mean, wish she would have, you know, gotten the police more involved. But I mean, uh, she only knew what Gypsy would tell her, and she wouldn't tell her any of the like. Oh, my mother's abusing me. Right. Medical stuff. Blah, blah, That's blah. fair. Like she just she wasn't telling people like most abuse survivors. Yeah do it's just she's already been conditioned to believe everyone's just gonna believe my mom that's fair and so she just yeah shout out shout out to neighbor girl um we love you we respect you um yeah hope you get to help out with the murder know that you don't but like <laughs> i th- I, th- I think you should have gotten a chance to I help mean, out she, I, she kind of does she does not with the actual murder, murder um, but okay i hope you had a good time <laughs> I, I hope I hope you got to have have fun. She did not. Oh. Oh no! Did she die? No. Oh, thank God. No. Is she? She's not in jail. Is she? No, she's fine. Cool. It's just her her involvement with the actual murder portion is just not the fun part. No, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I just like on the one hand, no, they like you want there to be more oversight in cases like this. But if you have more oversight in cases like this, then you have the the potential for like police and social workers to be abusive in other situations. And yeah. it's just this like, what do they? <sighs> like, how do you find that happy middle? Yeah, and the thing is, is that the middle that we have now means that there's people on like both extremes. And <sighs> I mean, the, the trouble is really that middleman portion where they go oh i'm not going to report this for right blah 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 reasons. yeah it's like no you report that you, yeah. you put that out there you put bolos out in various states or whatever the hospital equivalent is a, a bolo is a be on the lookout that's when someone's on the run yeah no but like um, if you if you think that they're going to then if you start asking questions like a, like yeah, a hospital bolo yeah it's a, it's a wellness check honey okay yeah they, they call in saying okay. that there needs to be a wellness check oh no i was just thinking like call around to other hospitals in the area being like hey this person's gonna try and do this that kind of thing yeah, that would go against HIPAA. Damn. That's a very, very strong HIPAA violation. Even if they're... Okay. Yeah, see, the okay. thing is, I could, that is very easily abused, too. Oh, it is. Think of who already gets denied. <sighs> yeah, oh, for fuck. Melody, no. Yeah. That's just, you're just going to kill black people, honey. Fuck. Well, we can't do that. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I just, I just want to fix why. Yeah, you have to fix the problems that already actually exist. I want to do that too. See, that's oh, what the 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 real fix is doing. What Portugal does, which is there is a mandatory therapist meeting. You meet a therapist once a year. That is oh, mandatory. they do that in Portugal. Yes, that's so cool. I, that sounds really nice. Yes, that's that's literally how you fix this shit. Wow. Yes, want... starting at about nine because that's about when a lot of disorders start developing. And showing symptoms. That's so cool. I want to go hang out with a therapist once a year. <laughs> I get that that's called going to a session. Yes, but, but however, like, for people who actually need it, then it becomes mandatory that they go to more. Yeah, that's really nice. I want to. Yeah, I want to do. I want that. And that I want is that how you free. have a healthy fucking society. Amazing. Yeah, I want. But invest. you know that requires infrastructure and investing in your country. So. What investing in the mental well-being of your people? But Melody, how can we then exploit them? 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking Nixon. Fucking Nixon. Also, I just want to say fucking Reagan. I probably not him specifically, but like I just like blaming him for things. Oh, you should blame him also for the mental health crisis in America. Hell yeah. He like Nixon started getting it. Reagan finished the job and then fucked us over economic economically. Amazing. Like the two of them were a one-two punch of fucking over this country completely. They're both dead. Yeah. yeah. They got to die peacefully though unfortunate unfortunate i yeah. mean yeah do you remember that vine or tic tac or whatever where it's like tic tac <laughs> oh i say that to annoy my sibling oh, nice. um and i don't think it annoys them i think that they just think that it's like dumb but not okay. annoying yeah. i say ticky talky with other people just to be silly but... yeah i just say the tic tac because i'm still not over vine um and i refuse to give them name brand recognition <laughs> Okay. Or is it going with, I don't know. Oh, there was something where it was like, you know, at someone's funeral, being like, and they, I'm sure that they're looking down on us, you know, like wanting us to be our best selves. And then it cuts to the person in like hell being like, where the fuck is Ronald Reagan? Like ready to fight. And I feel that. <laughs> Anyways, um, go to therapy. You go to therapy, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We, uh, I hope you really enjoyed this one. Yeah. I writing it. Yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed it, because there's a part two. Yeah, there's going to be a part two. There's going to be a part two, otherwise I'm going to explode. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we'll more than likely be getting it sooner than y'all. Ha! I mean, that's, I, I, yeah. I hate to tell you this, guys, but that's how this has to work. Um, yeah, yeah, just, that's how we're This is the format. Yeah. If we if we really want to do live shows, um, everybody's got to go get vaccinated. And yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, there's, there's all kinds of things that would have to go into a live show. Yeah. Mostly everybody being vaccinated. Mostly a lot of funding, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, the pandemic isn't even a concern considering funding. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is mostly just trying to get people to get back. Unless you're in a country where vaccines are not as widely available, in which case, um, just know that we don't like this country either. Yeah. <laughs> We're not super happy with America either. Yeah. We're sorry. I mean... One thing, in fairness, the MNRA is very hard to distribute across the world because of the temperatures it requires to be refrigerated. Right. It's just, it's the, the science of it makes it hard. It does make it hard. Um, that being said. Because there's a lot of places that they, they can't get the refrigeration equipment there. Things like, like it's just the yeah. logistics of it get in the fucking way. But if we'd waived the patent process for this. Truth. It'd be more. It'd be readily more readily available. available. There'd like be a shorter the distance. Right. Their MRA tech so we could use it for COVID. Yeah. And then we fucking patented shit. Because we're stupid. We're such a wonderful country. <laughs> I love it here. Yeah. Capitalism. Yeah. This is why I'm a socialist. I actually might just because because I'm Jewish. But, yeah. I mean, listen, it's in our blood. <laughs> I know. There came a point where I was just reading different stories from the Talmud, and I was just like, is being Jewish why I'm socialist? Like, what the fuck is this? Probably. Yeah. I mean, also because you're a decent fucking human being and you kind of look around and you're like, what if everybody had, like, the basics met? Like, yeah. their basic needs met? Just the simple thing. What, what if we had a social safety net, Melody? What if, we, what if we had a functional social safety net? Yeah. Okay. I do. Yeah! So <laughs> follow us on social media, on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's a scary life. We have a Patreon if you want to support us. Yes, help Patreon. us feed our cats fancy yeah. food. Or, you know, however we 
choose to spend our money. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com at slash It's a Scary Life. Uh, go get therapy, guys. Goodbye, guys. Bye.